0: Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm here joined with my friend and uh, Split Six alumni now? You've been on a... This is your second or third time? Third. This is his third time on. It is Mike Carls. How you doing? Oh, man. I'm doing
1: really good. Um, I I just think I got to start with the story because I don't want to tell you it. <laughs> So, and I, is it, I just, before I guess, I just, is it, is it ever okay to laugh at a car accident?
0: I would say if no one dies or gets seriously injured,
1: yes. Okay, perfect. So, cause I didn't know if I was just cynical and I was laughing
0: at this <laughs> and I shouldn't have been, but I mean, today, I tend to think kind of anything's okay in comedy, but you know.
1: Yeah. Well, so this guy today. As I'm driving home, the freeway's packed mm-hmm. and I'm, I have my left blink. I'm in the very far right lane because I just got on, merged on the freeway. Mm-hmm. I need to get all the way over within two miles. So I have time. Uh-huh. So I turn on my left blinker trying to get over and I'm just like driving like waiting. hopefully someone like slows down a little bit, you know lets me over. and every time there's this gap, this guy in a Ford Focus li- literally speeds up. He gets up next to me. I look over. He looks at me. I'm like, what the heck? And then I wasn't making any gestures or anything at him. I'm just like, wow, okay. So the first time I kind of blew it off, I'm like, oh, he probably just didn't see my blinker. Same car. Another gap comes. I'm like about to get over. Speeds up again. I'm like, okay, this guy's just (laughs) being a dick. And you didn't know him? No. And so finally I get over and and I get over in the middle lane. Not even a minute later um i just hear like a really loud like crashing sound oh. and i'm like oh i wonder if it was that dude because he you know he's just speeding up and being a dick yeah next thing i know i see one car pull over to the side i'm like oh that wasn't him i was like that sucks and then then i see the next car pull over and it was him and his, <laughs> his front of his car was just destroyed nice and and it was a slow speed crash i mean he probably sped up like he was doing to me Uh and he probably hit the car maybe going like 20 25 yeah and his whole front end was messed up and i died laughing (laughs) that is such karma
0: and i loved it
1: because that guy deserved it because he's a dick
0: yeah fuck you guy but uh, yeah, I'm glad he didn't hit you. That's That would have been a shame on your day. Yeah, that would have sucked. I don't think I would, probably would have been here. <laughs> well, you are here, and since you're here, why don't you tell the people what we're drinking tonight? Today, we are drinking Shorts Brew
1: Fun Tina. It's a blonde wheat ale brewed with coriander, orange,
0: and lemon zest. Kind of sounds like a dirty blonde, so let's open these up. It does. It's ripoff. rip-off. Well, Shorts has so many different beers. I feel like they just bottle them in different packages. But let's try this. Cheers. Cheers. Does not taste like a dirty blonde. I'll tell you that. No. But though, oh, they use blood orange. That's what it is. Is it? Oh, let's see. Kind of just tastes like a. Like a like a like a lager yeah it's very light very light this might be the lightest beer on the history of blue moon or not blue moon <laughs> of a split six besides uh when someone drank a budweiser
1: someone drank a budweiser yeah uh, yeah it should be against the rules
0: well it was a guest i mean that's why it's on the guest side of the little hole behind me
1: oh okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah not bad not um, bad.
1: no i can drink it
0: yeah shouldn't give me a hangover tomorrow so that's cool it's always a good thing. Appreciative of that. <laughs> you're used to those Thursday or whatever day hangovers. Yeah, Thursday hangovers. And then I go to trivia. And then I get Friday hangovers. And then it's Friday and blah, blah, blah. And you're just hungover for life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just never ending cycle. It's weird. My life is a circle. <laughs> uh, quick, before we start, uh, apologies, everyone, for the last two weeks. We haven't been able to put an episode out. I was in Phoenix. And then the previous one, we did put an episode out. But. We lost power, so it was only a five-minute thing where we didn't really do anything. And shout-out to Alan, if you're listening, from Cloud Hunters. Yes. New thank you, for, Thank you, Alan, for subscribing. Beer number one. Sport. So, since we were gone, the Lions decided to lose the Thanksgiving Day matchup against the Vikings, which That's was... so Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um... A lot of of big coaching mistakes in that game. Uh, I had the pleasure or displeasure to watch it in Phoenix from a couch with my brothers. But you know, that was a game I expected them to lose. I think a lot of people did. It also is a game that them losing probably kicked them out of the playoffs. Like this could be a scenario where even if we win the rest of our games, we still might miss the playoffs.
1: Yeah, very possible. It's it was like, a must-win game in my opinion. The Vikings I don't understand how they're doing it. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh Case Keenum is the starter. Uh Newsflash, Case Keenum is not a good quarterback.
0: Yeah. And they lost their best player on offense like yeah. against us. We week know 3. what it is? It's Adam Thielen. You think so? It's
1: hooked on a Thielen. He's so good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean they got Th- Thielen and Diggs are really good receivers and a Case defense. Keenum's playing out of his mind. Their defense we all knew it was good. Um they don't maybe the real reason is they don't have Blair Walsh on their team anymore. <laughs> That's <laughs> always a good thing when you do not have
1: like the worst kicker in the entire NFL. Um
0: Let me pull but, up uh, the NFL standings real quick.
1: The, yeah, I just with the
0: Vikings
1: I just, I just didn't understand how, like, the game plan was just so silly against them, I feel.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've been talking about it all, all on the sports talk radio around here all week, and I'm pretty much at the point where I don't think it's an overstatement to say Fire Caldwell.
1: No, I mean, he shouldn't still be here anyways. Uh, I know people bring up the playoff, be making it to the playoffs and things of that nature, but... You gotta win at some point, yeah. And he's he's made so many coaching errors, and I. But I mean, it's also a little bit on Bob Quinn. You knew you needed
0: a running back. Yeah, it was the, the deepest running back draft. Yeah, I mean to be fair though, I mean I think Amir Abdullah has shown flashes in his first two years. He
1: is a supplemental running back.
0: I don't think he I now I see like he's just somebody who cuts to the right and gets tackled. Mm-hmm. And that's because he can't run through or break he can't shed a single tackle. He's quick. Yeah, but that's only gonna get you so far, especially with the kind of offensive line we have. You know, he could probably be good again or with the I don't know who even has the best rated line in the league right now. It's a great question. Uh is it still Dallas? I mean, not with their left tackle out, who I think is back now. I think he was back last Tyron week. Aaron
1: Smith is back. Um, I don't know who has the best line, um, but but regardless, yeah, it's not the Lions, even
0: though they spent a bunch
1: bunch of money on their offensive line. Well,
0: I, I've been saying ever since the beginning, it's gonna take this line a year to gel. Next year, we're gonna. It took the Falcons when they built their rebuilt their offensive line a year to gel, and then they went to the Super Bowl true but still even if it does gel amir Abdullah is not the guy um he'd be a nice piece to have
1: yeah he's a good fun get him you know Mm -hmm. like after the defense is worn down by another running back you throw him in there when the defense is tired right he might he has a chance to break off some spectacular speed play You know something like that, but
0: you know what I say for the Lions. I mean, I mean this. We could still make the playoffs. We could. We should. We. I don't think we will, but we should beat the rest of the teams on our schedule. I don't. This next game is the big, the toughest game left. I don't know if we can. I mean,
1: Baltimore's offense is terrible, so it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Um. It just depends. Is Stafford going to play like Stafford sometimes does, and he's great, and he wins you the game? Or is Stafford going to play like he plays the other half of the time, and he's pitiful, and he's going to throw three picks?
0: Well, Stafford does great under intense pressure in the fourth quarter or under, like, he has no pressure at all because we can't make the playoffs. So I think Stafford will play just fine the rest of the year. And, uh... Oh, we have a basketball game on in our background. Mike is making weird faces, and I can't see what's going on. Will you please describe for the listeners what's happening in Pistons land? Uh, Reggie Jackson just got the ball and completely
1: elbowed Ulysses right in the face. (laughs) Then he fell down. (laughs) I thought he was knocked out. Oh, my God. What the heck?
0: Sorry. Uh, But anyways, um, so I think Stafford will do just fine this remaining weeks. I mean, this is going to be the game if there's going to be one that we're not going to win. Stafford,
1: so we got this on game. It's him to win
0: this game. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to play well this game. That's it's all it is. And you know, then the Lions. The other the biggest issue with the team, other than that, has been our defensive line play, and a lot of it's due to injury. But we can't get to the quarterback. We a just lot of can't. it's due to uh, Ansa not actually being good. Yeah, well, and yeah, and being injured but still and he wasn't injured not being good. Well I mean I think it's tough to tell but I don't I don't think he's I would wouldn't call him bad He's the he's and I he's heard, not as he, good as I a won't fifth, take credit fifth overall pick.
1: I won't take credit for this but uh, I heard it on another podcast but then I it, it really made sense and I think people would understand he's like really good at almost getting sacks Yeah he's like if he if you had that stat of almost got a sack, so it's so a matt Harmon stat there. right there yeah he's <laughs> really good at getting in there and just not actually wrapping up the quarterback or getting there just a hair late mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah the defense has been underwhelming jared davis has had good points but he's really been exposed recently yeah in
0: coverage um i mean he'll get better
1: darius slay he's good he i think he's regressed a little from last year I don't think so. I think it's gotten better. I think, I mean, last year he was one of the top-rated corners. He's he should still be. Year. No, He's not right now. Really? Yeah. Um, he's. Um, I mean, he's still good. He's not, like, one of the worst corners or anything,
0: but he's not playing, like... He's got to be top ten. Possibly. I don't know if that's... I mean, that, that is saying a lot, but anyways. Um, in terms of the wild card... The hardest thing. This, I honestly could see the Lions go 11 and five. It wouldn't be a stretch to say that. Not that I think they will. I think it's more likely that they'll go probably nine and seven, um, losing a random game and losing this week. But I'm not predicting that. I'm predicting 10 and six. But I'm predicting you're going to need to be 11 and five with a tiebreaker to make the wild card. And the teams that are going to be also 11-5 are going to be the Panthers and the Falcons, which both have the head-to-head have matchup over us. So it honestly might be better for us to lose as many games right now, but it's too early to say.
1: Yeah, I, does it really matter? Because the best best team in football is on the A, in the AFC, and they're just going to win the Super Bowl again.
0: A.K.A. or, yeah, the Tom Brady's. They probably will uh you know and you just, can never you can never doubt them.
1: They just have the best. He's just
0: they're the AFC Championship game is going to be the same as last year. Yep. And that's probably the only team that has a chance to beat them, and it, they better have home field advantage. So that game, Week 15, Steelers at Patriots or Patriots at Steelers, whatever it is, that's going to decide the number one seed in all likelihood in the AFC. And. You know, the Steelers always have a chance to win any game because they have the Killer Bees.
1: Yeah, they have the best they have the best uh running back and the best receiver on their team. So mm-hmm.
0: The only yeah. thing is like the best quarterback gives you so much more because Tom Brady just is literally touched by God and can make miracles happen. Yep. And he just doesn't get injured and mm-hmm. he Hasn't
1: lost any arm strength. He's probably the smartest football player, like football smart,
0: on the field at any on any given Sunday. He's the most prepared person too. Like no one, no one dedicates their themselves and their body to this game more than he does. As proved by him being forty years old and playing better than any quarterback in the league. Yep. And by the way, Darius Slate, he's ranked the number eight quarterback
1: according to Pro Football Focus right now. Okay. So he's still his top ten. He's still good, but he was in the top five last year, so he's got okay. A
0: nice... well, he's got a chance to finish in there. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, moving on. More NFL news. Eli Manning is getting benched. Long overdue.
1: Yeah, and I'm so sick of everyone on the on Twitter. All these analysts and just defending Eli Manning. He's been trash for multiple years. Yeah. He hasn't deserved to kept his job this long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's won two Super Bowls on the backs of his defense in wild-ass catches. Um, one, the worst quarterback in NFL history with
0: a Super Bowl win, yet alone two. Well, I mean, there's Joe Flacco, too. You think Eli's worse than Flacco? I don't know. <laughs> it it does I guess that's besides the point. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> Flacco's worse. But um, Eli
1: Manning, uh, he should have never. He shouldn't have held his job this long. But I, I know why he has solely because it's a business. They were indebted to him with his contract. Mm-hmm. They. It just made no sense to not play him. Yeah. Um. You know. You always have that chance for helmet catches with him. <laughs> so he's a slippery guy. But gosh i was i i was been i've been ready for this i i'm the i'm the giants in madden in my online league with uh-huh. 32 other people and as soon as i took
0: them over i benched eli him one like he deserved <laughs> yeah the only thing the only qualms i have with this is that why are you benching him if you weren't why didn't you trade him Cause you could have got a first round pick for him no matter how bad he was like you could have traded him to Jacksonville or the Broncos for a first round pick and you know I, I could see Eli going to either of those teams and I mean you're going to be better than Blake Bortles and you're going to be better than Trevor Simeon or Paxton Lynch or wherever they're starting these days yeah um, and with those, those teams with those defenses could uh, I mean they're not going to beat the Patriots but you know that helps them and they could get a little farther Which is something that's going to happen next year.
1: Yeah, he's going to probably go reunite with his uh, grandpa, Tomlin or Coughlin. Mm -hmm. Or or his brother's
0: going to get him to go to Denver.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's going to want to do that. You think they're going to cut him? They're going to cut him, right? Well, no team's going to trade for him. They can't. I mean, they could cut him, but he's still on the books for next year. So if they cut him, mm-hmm. there there's a lot of dead money and a lot of uh, – there's a big salary cap hit. Okay. So it doesn't make a ton of sense. More than likely, they'll probably just try to trade him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if it's the beginning of next year, if you're the Jags or the Broncos, what do you want to do? Would you rather trade for Eli or – just draft a quarterback. This well, is this should be a pretty good year for QBs. Yeah, I mean for
1: the Jags, I would say draft a quarterback. You can take you can trade you can trade for Eli. You have a great defense, one of the youngest, great. Mm. Like they're the best defense in the league this year and they're super young. So they're going to be good for a while. So I could it makes a lot of sense for them to go there. Because I hate Eli Manning, I hope he just retires and goes into like broadcasting or something. I don't want to see him
0: broadcasting, man. Well, he is not his brother,
1: he is not as charismatic. (laughs) He's going to get some kind of cushy (laughs) job somewhere on tv probably yeah maybe oh gosh just because that name is such you know royalty and
0: yeah in the in the nfl so be hilarious if eli just goes to like the browns and that's like the Browns' solution for quarterback <laughs> no the browns cannot do that the brown
1: i don't know what the browns are going to do because they can't seem to choose the they right have quarterback to draft a quarterback a dra-
0: they they've been drafting quarterbacks but they, it, this year that is, is like one of the best quarterback classes in a long time
1: yeah, You'll have the number one
0: pick pick the right one, right? Like, who was her last like, top rated quarterback? They picked was it Johnny Manziel in the first round, and yeah, you know, there was Brad and Whedon, but that was like no, a few years before, before Johnny. that. Johnny, Johnny, and then Johnny went wild. Then there was Deshaun Kaiser this year, but that was like second or third round,
1: yeah. So,
0: so draft the first overall pick at a quarterback that's that's a lot. That's a lot closer to a hit than it will be to a miss.
1: Right. I mean, you have to make your decision between Sam Darnold and Seth Rosen or whatever his name is. I mean, but yeah. I mean, they're both pick supposed the right, to pick be the really right good. one. Yeah, I pick know. Pick the you got fucking a, right one.
0: <laughs> you got a 50% chance. <laughs> you
1: know. Can we talk about how terrible Jeff Fisher is?
0: Yeah, I hate Jeff Fisher. I think he's the worst coach ever.
1: Yeah, and he was getting interviews with college teams. Why? I don't know. He's the worst coach in history.
0: I mean, it doesn't take. And Sean McVay is he God. Just, he just looks like a bad coach. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he really I really. Mean, how could
0: you even evaluate Sean McVay? It turns out the Rams team is really talented. And how can I evaluate Sean McVay? No, I'm I'm just saying I'm. It's more satirical, but like maybe Jeff Fisher was this bad, and that like someone else, like Jim Caldwell, coaching the Rams would have been successful. You know, possibly. You but know, what? I do think Sean McVay is an offensive
1: mastermind.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he got jared goff who i thought was shitty but also that was probably because of jeff fisher you
1: know what i'm so pumped because two years ago when goff got drafted he started falling in the drafts and i and if, and i'm really into college football and uh I was just, you got wait he went number one overall what are oh, you talking about fantasy drafts well no he was he was falling he was just falling like oh, in all the, the experts minds he, I mean, he ended up getting picked in the but, mock drafts. Yeah, mm-hmm. and people were saying that he has he has a, like a weaker arm and he doesn't have good football sense. Mm-hmm. But I watched a lot of the Cal games because I was interested in him. Gosh, he I thought he was going to be so good. And last year I was like, oh, I guess I was wrong. He yeah. sucks. <laughs> and this year you see he's. I mean, he's we thought good. that about Todd Gurley too, but.
0: I never thought Todd Gurley was bad. I didn't really either because I was really into him his rookie season, but then he was just so bad the next year because Jeff Fisher is such an idiot.
1: Yeah, it's just he was – you know the reason I knew – I mean, one, because I listened to Christopher Harris. Shout out Harris football. Hey, same here. But, I mean, he was getting – his yards before contact, which is probably my favorite stat for a running back, Uh uh-huh. um, was like the worst in the NFL. He was getting met in the backfield so often – it's impossible to have a good yeah, yeah. running good to run well when you're getting met in the backfield. But Jeff Fisher's terrible. That team now is one of the best in the NFC and they have sucked for so long under Jeff Fisher and it's basically the same people. They've just added a few more weapons which Jeff Fisher never would have thought to do cuz he's terrible. You know,
0: it's weird with how good the Rams are doing that they still can't sell out a stadium. I yeah. feel like this this two teams in LA thing is gonna be really bad yeah because la they don't care people about move this. out to la for the entertainment industry they
1: don't care about sports
0: right yeah no no one does i mean they, they'll probably like it if their team's in the playoffs and like you know go into a super bowl or something
1: yeah i mean i thought the same with vegas too but vegas seems to be doing pretty well with their hockey team well it also helps good. that
0: their hockey team like is is one of the best in the league right now yeah and like a record-setting start for a new franchise yeah And by the way, I'm totally,
1: I've totally, like from the beginning of the season, as soon as I heard they were the Knights and saw their logo, jumped on board, drafted two of their players on my fantasy hockey team. (laughs) And I would have to say the Knights are my second favorite hockey team. Nice. I don't, I've never had a second second favorite hockey team. It's always been Red Wings or I don't care about hockey. Yeah. But, now like I pay attention to the knights. I look I follow them on best Twitter follow for any hockey team, by the way.
0: Oh, I have heard their Twitter is pretty fun.
1: <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> the people who run their Twitter account,
0: amazing. Hilarious. Yeah, so um moving. But yes.
1: On. S- screw Eli Manning. Yep. Recaps. Have fun on the bench. Jeff Fisher sucks. And yeah, Jeff Fisher, you and the win, Lions, win the worst
0: person in sports award. Yeah, and the Lions Again. went out. Lions went out and missed the playoffs like the Patriots did when they went 11-5 and five and missed the playoffs under Matt Castle. Moving on to uh, let's talk real quick about the Red Wings since we were just on hockey. Um, they still suck. Moving on. Um, <laughs> their their uh, brother team that shares the same arena as them, the Detroit Pistons, we're up 33 right now as the second of the podcast. They're, right now they're up 33 against the Phoenix Suns, who admittedly are a pretty terrible team. But they did beat the best team in the East on Monday by 10 points, as in the Boston Celtics with Kyrie Irving. How dare you? The best team in the East. Uh, Record-wise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just... I mean, we all know the Cavs are coming out of the East. but
1: Yeah, more than likely because uh, come... Come playoff time, LeBron turns into LeBron. Yeah.
0: So, Did you see LeBron got ejected last night?
1: Yeah, I was pissed. I started him in DraftKings. <laughs> first ever ejection, of course, the night I started yeah. him in DraftKings. <laughs> I never start him in, in daily fantasy. I start him, decide to pay up for him because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he's going to go off against Miami. Ejected. I mean, he still did well for me. He was going off until that point. But, of course.
0: Right. <laughs> Yeah, so um, the Pistons looking like legitimately the third best team in the East. I mean, you could make arguments, silly arguments, for second or first because you know Boston's been on an unbelievable run. They have Kyrie Irving. Imagine if Boston had Gordon Hayward too, um, and then they have Jason Tatum, the the star rookie right now. Yep. And then the Cleveland, you know, LeBron James. They don't even have Isaiah Thomas yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I Isaiah Thomas, great score. I just I'm I don't know. He's such such a bad
0: defender. I feel like he's a liability yeah. anytime he's on the court. Probably. I mean, I think teams with a really good point guard like Boston will match up well against them even when I an IT four is back. Yeah. Because, you know, if she's a weak defender, the other point guards gonna or shooting guard, whatever guards team with teams with good guards are gonna do well against them. But they still have LeBron James and You know they score, you'll score. You know, just trade points. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player to ever live, and great maybe greatest talent wise, but not greatest story wise. No one will beat Michael Jordan in that.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I wasn't alive. Space Jam or Trainwreck? I didn't
1: watch. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't watch a lot of. I didn't watch any of Jordan. Let's be honest. I wore a lot of. Nor did I. I wore I wore a lot of Bulls stuff growing up because my dad was obsessed with the Bulls.
0: Oh really? My dad hated the Bulls. My dad was uh
1: not one of your average Detroit fans <laughs> fans. Yeah, he was a big Jordan fan. I almost was named Jordan Michael. Oh really? And, yeah, <laughs> and my mom and my mom said that I wasn't
0: allowed to be named after an athlete. Oh, that's that. Uh, that sucks because my my little brother Mitchell was named after Scott Mitchell from the Detroit Lions. Oh, <laughs> that's really depressing for yeah. Mitchell. No wonder he finishes last in fantasy football all the time. Shout out to my little brother
1: Mitchell. Shout um, out to the zero and sixteen Lions and the two and seven
0: Mitchell whatever Mitchell's is, team Mitchell's team. I forget what they're called. Who cares? Doesn't matter. They're the last place team. Never made the playoffs in our ten year history. Of By the, the, I mean, Blue this Bowl. is
1: kind of sports. So, and I think this is a punishment we should bring up in our fantasy league. Okay. Someone else did. The losing person has to stand in like a little three-foot circle, like where they can move a little bit. Like a hula and, hoop? Yeah. Well, it's like kind of like a half circle. Okay. And and they, they can wear like a helmet and stuff, and everyone else in the league gets to throw 10 tomatoes at them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. It'd
1: be... <Maybe. laughs> And you film it and then you post it online. Yeah, it to be
0: hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we uh, get too out of top off topic, I want to talk more about the Pistons. Um, what's attributing to their success so much? You think? Well, uh, Tobias Harris, who's having a monster season. Um, I know. I'm wondering if like this this is sustainable with how good he's Andre been playing Drummond, and how good he's been shooting.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- I think last year when he or was it last year? Yeah, we traded for him. Adam yeah. uh he really had he I don't think he just It took him a while to adjust to this offense and I think he's adjusted now
0: hey, wait might not have been last year might have been the year before I think it was last year I'll look it up you keep talking
1: um Andre Drummond uh being able to make free throws is probably one of the biggest things and a healthy Reggie Jackson and then of course I mean it, there's a combination thing Avery Bradley great defender we're one of the best mm-hmm. defensive teams in the league right now um. So there's a lot of thing. I think they made a lot of really good moves this year. Yeah, I they've mean they've gotten healthy and their players have learned the system and believed in it. And their bench is really deep. I mean they're a good team
0: front to back. It was last year. Okay. Yeah, I mean they're a good team front to back. I know. It's it's crazy because they don't seem like that different than last year. And this is this is what they've done. they traded away Marcus Morris. Got. Uh, Avery Bradley and, um, and that's it, right? Um, Oh, and KCP left. Yeah. Who KCP? I. He was my favorite piston because he was so clutch. But then I realized, like, he just he wasn't as clutch as I thought. I guess (laughs) I mean with the the way our team is playing now, and Marcus Morris was always I thought the weak link in our team. Maybe I was right because. He's gone. We're doing good. And he, cause you can't have Marcus Morris taking like your pressure shots. He's not good enough for that. Yeah. And the problem, I mean, I know that he was just slowing down our lineup. Yeah. And the main, the main thing I think that's helping the Pistons is the, the free throws of Andre Drummond are starting to fall and he is turned into like when he plays to his max potential, he's the best center in the league. Yeah. Like a true center. Yeah. Which is rare. I mean, can, I can, can you think of a real... I mean, maybe Joel Embiid. Well, the
1: center is a dying position in the NBA. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because of all the three-point shooting, it just doesn't make a lot of sense, usually, to have a center on your team. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just be, You just spread teams out. Unless you you've you got guards that can play defense. Yeah, you just spread the ball and you shoot the ball in today's NBA, play fast. Mm-hmm. And so centers like are getting smaller and more athletic, uh, less just... Gumpy and big and clogs up
0: space. Yeah, just think of Golden State. Yeah, wait, wait, what? They have Zaza Putzulio, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't play. He doesn't even play. He doesn't even
0: need to play. Right. (laughs) Golden State could just run four and five. (laughs)
1: By the way, talking about did you get? Did you see Alabama basketball team? No. Last week they got so many injuries and fouls. For the whole almost the entire second half of that game they played three on five really and when they and when they when the, when they were down th- three on five they were down like 15 or 20 points and they ended up losing by five. That's
0: who were they playing uh, whoever they were playing should be greatly ashamed of themselves.
1: yeah it was it
0: was, like it was it was awesome. <laughs>
1: these three players played almost an entire
0: half and, and and if any of them get hurt it's just two on five yeah what and if it, both of them get hurt does the coach have to play they can forfeit <laughs> but yeah they almost came back
1: and won. that's insane yes <laughs> it was it was amazing i actually had to turn it on and watch it because it was just incredible seeing th- in a college basketball game d1
0: seeing three on five like wow <laughs> it was hilarious <laughs> it was awesome Oh, boy. Um, so, to recap, Pistons doing good. Uh, are you bought in? To the Pistons? Yeah. You think this is for real? Like, you think they could finish a top three seed?
1: Yeah. If Yeah, I mean, as long as Andrew Drummond doesn't lose his uh, free throw touch, which, mm-hmm. you know, could happen. He's been bad at it forever.
0: He's changed his form, though. He yeah. further close now.
1: So, I mean, I think it can happen, so...
0: Okay, well then uh the final thing I want to talk about, Mike, and you're the one one of the better people to talk about this um college football yes uh big games going on this weekend. What do you think that what do you think it turns out to be for the top four for the playoff? So I think so wait so let's recap some of the games. So it's Georgia against Auburn again, right? Yep. you think the winner goes on?
1: Uh, SEC champion? No. No? Maybe. I could see if Auburn loses, that Alabama sneaks back in. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, really... Over Georgia? What I really want, to be honest, I just want all the top four teams to win this weekend. Uh-huh. So Alabama's left out, because I'm sick of them. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's left out, because fuck them. Fuck Ohio State. Um, and then... Georgia? Who cares? They always underperform.
0: I'm rooting for Georgia. Uh,
1: they they just always underperform. Actually,
0: no, I'm rooting for Auburn. my bad.
1: I'm rooting for Auburn too. War Eagle. I would say they're the, we talk a lot about a lot of my second favorite um, teams <laughs> right now. I would say that I've uh, became like they're like my second favorite college team. Um, I find myself rooting for them a lot ever since Cam Newton played there. Okay. Uh I was a huge uh, I loved Auburn when Cam Newton played there. I watched so much of their games cuz Cam Newton was just the one of the greatest college players I've ever seen mm. besides Reggie Bush.
0: I want Miami to beat out uh, Clemson. They're well, playing, right?
1: Yeah, but I don't th- I, I I don't think it's going to happen. Clemson's
0: really good. I do hate I think I might hate Wisconsin more than I hate Ohio State. Yeah, cuz Brook. I just hate his name's Hornybrook. Brook. Anyone that likes Wisconsin and anything to do with any of the state of Wisconsin. True, but I
1: just know that if they lose, Ohio State has a really good chance of getting in. And fuck Ohio State over Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, and that's the reason why I want Wisconsin to win because I don't really. But like it
1: doesn't Ohio state. really matter because if a Big Ten team does get in, they're losing.
0: Yeah. Well, alright. So let's say Ohio State does win. You think they get in over Alabama? No. Assuming there's possibly. Probably not. I think they, they sh- might get left Do you think they out. should bias aside? No. So Alabama has only one loss.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. so I think if Ohio State wins, but I just don't even want the possibility of the community, the committee putting Ohio State in because they suck Urban Meyer off.
0: All right, so you got thirty seconds left. Where do you think the final is? Final four.
1: Uh, I think it stays the way
0: it is. And if if so, Clemson.
1: If there is any changes, it's going to be the first time ever two teams from the same conference, and Auburn and Alabama will be both in, and Big Ten will be left out.
0: So what's what's top four real quick? What is it right now?
1: Oh, it's it's Clemson, um, Auburn, Wisconsin, and...
0: Beer number two. Someone, whatever. And two. Who cares? Teams. Alright, moving on to the entertainment section of this podcast, and I want to start by talking about something we don't talk about often, and that is video games. I need a beer. Oh, I'm trying to get Mike a beer real quick. Oh, God. Um, so, when I was in Phoenix, my brother bought a video game, uh, and it was the new Call of Duty. Call of Duty World War II. I know you've been playing that, right? Well, I own it.
1: Yes. Uh, you haven't I, been playing it? I have played the first mission of the campaign.
0: Okay. And I've played one multiplayer match. Oh, what the what were you doing the other night when Call of Duty came out and you said you couldn't come hang out and play Catan? I was playing
1: Destiny 2.
0: <laughs> what was that excuse about then?
1: Uh well, I thought I was going to play Call of Duty and then I just never got off Destiny 2.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you play the new zombies? Uh no. Oh, well, I the only thing I did was I played the new zombies until it booted us off for no reason.
1: I've never been a big fan of the zombies. Um, I played one of them, and I can't even tell you which one it was a lot.
0: The Transit. I remember I I Skyped with you and played it together. Oh, yeah, it was The Transit. Back five years ago. Yeah,
1: so that one I, I definitely played a lot, but I've never been a huge zombie player once. uh, Like, that was the first one where you like they had some extra stuff in it yeah you rode the bus and stuff and you could go out and make the gun in like the fog yeah, turn on all the power yeah and whatnot. but they've just they've made them so
0: complicated now and it's just i don't know I get with the huge times time. i'm not a huge i'm sure fan Des- What is it, destiny 2 yeah i'm sure that's gotten more complicated oh uh, the raid is complicated for sure i've never played destiny keep in mind so why don't you tell our viewers or listeners uh what Destiny's all about well it is a it is a
1: um, first-person shooter that takes place in space. And mm. you have three different classes
0: that you can choose from. So it kind of sounds a little bit like Call of Duty.
1: Um, in the aspect that it's a first-person shooter.
0: Well, then the one before this one took place in space, I believe.
1: But it's nothing like Call of Duty.
0: Classes, isn't, it? isn't there something like that with Call of Duty?
1: There might be. There is, but the classes in this game
0: is classes mean like different type so of person. Like,
1: so like this game is more more of like a RPG mix with a first person shooter. Oh. So like you can you get drops from killing enemies. There it can be different pieces of armor. Each piece of armor can do like it's like I would say it's a cross between Diablo and a first person shooter. Oh, okay. So you can you can get different pieces of armor that do different things for your character. They look different. They make your character look different. Um, you you raise your character's level up to mm. be able to fight higher level things in the game. Uh, so is it like is it like Call of Duty in the essence where you go online and fight everybody? You can play multiplayer. It's called the Crucible, and it's four on four. And oh, cool! So it's like team. Yeah, and it's it's 4 and 4, and it's just, it's not as, it, there's no camping aspect to Destiny.
0: Camping meaning, like, you hide out and yeah. wait to shoot somebody with a sniper or something?
1: Yeah, because there's just, it's, it's impossible to win that way, and uh, and it's harder to kill people in Destiny in multiplayer, because uh-huh. you have a shield and your life, um, plus, like, some character, like, one of my characters, I can... I can do like a maneuver where I, every so often, where I can like jump out of the way and my guy turns invisible so I could like run away and like regenerate okay. health and come back and fight him. So How the hell would you even kill anybody?
0: What? How the hell would you even kill well, anybody? It's not like you
1: can do that all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's just, it's definitely, I am, I'm, plus I'm just way better at the multiplayer than I am at Call of Duty oh yeah i suck at call of duty like a sniper rifle is not gonna kill someone in one shot if you shoot them oh gotcha like you might hurt their armor kind of
0: sounds like it's like
1: halo too yeah it's a little little bit of halo in there Mm -hmm.
0: Uh
1: it's just a great game and it takes up a lot of hours of my life (laughs) and i just love it just love everything about it everyone should play it and join our clan pro skills and uh is it on? Is it available for the Nintendo Switch? I don't believe so. I think it's PC and PlayStation 4. Yeah. And Xbox One? I don't believe so.
0: Oh, well, those are the two systems I have, so I won't be playing with you. Uh, well, Just think... bought a Switch.
1: Yeah? Yeah. How are you um, liking it?
0: I only bought the new Mario game, so all I can speak on is that. But I can tell everybody that Nintendo is back, and this system is much better than the Wii U. And... I took it on my plane ride to Phoenix and played Mario the entire time. It's like it's like a you can travel with it very easily and it looks just the same. and It's great and play on the big screen too. And just real quick about this Mario game. Mario is back, man. This game is fucking awesome, uh, super fun. Like uh, you know, it's, it takes the best part of the Wii, which with all these motion controls, and the best part of like the N sixty four version of Mario and puts them together, you know, and you don't even have to use motion controls if you don't want to. They just add to the game. It makes it feel more Nintendo-y almost. Um, But so far in the game, it's really fun. You get to be Mario, and you get this hat you can throw around and whip around various ways you whip your controller. And, you know, classic Mario. It's not too hard, but not too easy. Like, some things take a while to figure out how to do, but just basic platformer, but three-dimensional platformer. Really into it. Really impressed so far. Can't wait for uh, these other games to come out on the Switch. But I advise everyone to get the Switch. It's super cool. If well, especially if you're a Nintendo fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I was definitely a Nintendo fan growing up. Uh, as I've gotten older, I've been less into those kind of games. I've, they, I, mm. It's harder for me to sit down and spend hours playing like a Mario game love i mean i loved mario
0: 64 hmm, yeah i um, dude i just I, found it level on this game where you jump through a painting and yeah. you go into a this you don't do that ever in this game but there's I a secret it. spot
1: oh okay uh yeah when i was over at one of our friend's house eric's yeah um they uh caitlin was playing and she jumped through the painting like, she Whoa. found the painting yeah i was like wait that's n64 yeah it's, did she figure out how to get past
0: that that little part i couldn't figure out how to get anywhere i didn't
1: watch it too long it was on a sunday i was watching
0: football which is way more important than mario (laughs) but yeah the switch is like a system it seems like from what i've been reading it has the power to like play all these games like call of duty maybe probably destiny i mean they have the legend of zelda uh whatever it's called and that has got to take up as much room as destiny would take up yeah um so this if these games come back to nintendo it's going to be a great thing to have especially with the mobile cap- capabilities it has that other systems don't
1: yeah that's the one part that i really like about it is just the fact that it's portable mm-hmm. and with the nintendo graphics like not being you know as it has the, the nintendo feels always very cartoony yeah and so it's not like live like trying to act as real life kind of thing so um and it doesn't want to. It, it likes its, yeah. it has its own style,
0: so it doesn't need as a powerful of a... Processor yeah. and stuff. But this one I think might have it. I mean, Mario looks very Nintendo-y, but then there's like a dinosaur in it randomly that looks like like a fucking Drake's Uncharted type deal. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, it, I think it has the power to do this, and I'm pretty sure... I mean, they're debating whether Call of Duty is going to go to it or not, so we'll see. But... Um. Yeah. So my advice: buy that thing. Buy Destiny (laughs) if you have PlayStation Four. Buy Destiny. I would love to play that. Um. Don't have PlayStation Four though, but, Uh, you know. (laughs) Um. All right. So the new Avengers trailer was released today. Me and Mike just watched it before we came on. Yeah. Um. But as you know, if you listen to this podcast, kind of sick of superhero movies. Yeah. I mean,
1: I've been. I was a huge superhero fan. Uh movie fan for a while Mm
0: -hmm. and uh we did dress up going to uh, the first avengers movie
1: and i'd go see every single movie release possible just i did find myself kind of getting worn out with them um i still watch them uh uh i won't really go to the theaters for the ancillary ones like about each character anymore
0: did you see Ragnarok? Uh,
1: I have not yet. That was one of those movies that it's more like one day when I'm sitting at home, I might throw it on when it comes uh. on to Netflix or something. Uh, but the Avengers: Infinity War. This is a movie I've been waiting for since the last Avengers. I um, when was it, was the last Avengers Age of Ultron? Yes.
0: Oh, I don't remember that one,
1: but so, I saw it. So I'm waiting. I've been waiting for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Because Thanos is uh, the like
0: father of Gamora.
1: He's just the most powerful badass they're gonna fight yet, Mm -hmm. and this should be very grim. Um, There's probably gonna be some Avenger deaths.
0: Hopefully, Uh, I heard that after this one, they're like starting a whole new like sequence for the Avengers. Yeah. So. Evangeline Lily, you know who that is. She was Kate from Lost. you ever watch Lost? No. no. Badgley and Lily. I I think she's in it, but I heard her say something like, this Avengers is going to be like season four of Lost.
1: I don't know what that
0: means. Well, what that means is season four of Lost, everything changed, and they started doing flash forwards instead of flashbacks. Mm. So what I would think is there's going to be a big jump in time somewhere in this movie. Unless she was talking about the one after this movie. I don't know. Anyways, go on. I think
1: Infinity War is is supposed to be a two part movie. From what oh. I've
0: read, I believe. I have it's heard like, Infinity Wars Part One, Infinity Wars Part Two. Yeah,
1: so I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a two part. Um, I believe a lot of people are going to die in this one, and then I think some people will be brought back to life. But um, I'm excited. I I like the Avenger movies. It's a it's. By no means are they great, like, movies, but they come out in the summer, you go with some friends, you might have a couple beers, eat some can- some sour candy, some popcorn, mm-hmm. just have a, just turn your brain off and just have a good time watching a bunch of superheroes beat each other up.
0: Yeah, I mean, you gotta be into that kind of stuff. I mean, I've never really been a big fan of action. I, I the the thing about superhero movies that I like is I like the sci fi aspect, you know. I like like Doctor Strange. I like that movie because there's a lot of time travely stuff and magic, and I like that kind of stuff.
1: Well, we've always disagreed on a lot of movies, anyways. Yeah.
0: We have a different feel. I mean, that's why I like, wonder if this is like the blend for us because you like you like actiony stuff. Well, I mean, I like
1: I like actiony, and I like. Uh, dramas
0: yeah um i like twisty sci-fi stuff yeah and i don't watch horror mike hates horror <laughs> i yeah. do love horror but my girlfriend melissa hates horror well i haven't seen any horror movies in a long time
1: i would say stranger things has been the most horry
0: thing oh I've yeah watched. is that tough for you to watch sometimes no it's not been bad at all i think you might need to retry horror yeah possibly when's the last time you went to the theaters and saw a horror movie I've never. Never? No. When's the last horror movie you've watched? What made you, what brings you this fear of them? Of horror movies? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't remember you ever being afraid of anything when we were growing up. So. We saw Saw together, I believe. But Saw is not scary. Hostile.
1: Those aren't scary. What is scary? Those aren't, those aren't jump
0: scary. So you don't
1: like jump scares. I don't like jump scares. Um, Those are, those are just gory. Mm -hmm. I can show me gore all day. Yeah. Uh, Don't care. Show me if you show me a movie, a a horror movie without jump scares, which Hollywood refuses to do because they like the cheap scares. But if you just try to show me like a mind screwing movie, I won't be scared. I don't care. But it's the it's the jumpiness. I just I just have never found enjoyment in being jumped, and it goes back to when I was, I believe in seventh grade, maybe sixth grade and we went my my dad and i we went to the franklin high school which is the Frank high school in our city yep we Shout out go patriots they just made class of 09 everybody uh and lost but um <laughs> and i went and it was sad um but uh i went to the they they had like this little haunted house and i went to that and i was like oh that was fun because it, it wasn't you know scary it's put on yeah. the high school students at the time i was young but haunted like, houses oh. are
0: like the definition of jump scares yeah that's the only this, thing this that what they're I'm, supposed what be i'm good for. telling
1: you is i that i went to a haunted house and i thought it was cool so then my dad's and i was like oh dad i want to go to another one so then my dad took me to the haunted uh theater in wayne and that sounds I don't, scary and uh we walked through that and i've never been more scared in my entire life we <laughs> had to i was screaming like a little, like a little. When kid. you were in what grade?
0: Like sixth grade, seventh grade. Were we friends at the time? Uh, yeah, we would have had to have been. Yeah, unless S- it was sixth grade.
1: We were still, we still were like. I mean, we, you you we were, were the were...
0: class across the hall. Me and Mike went to elementary school together. You and you were you had Yost and I had Stackpole, and you were across the hall.
1: Yeah, but we, uh, I had, I hated it and uh we had to so i like ended up punching one of the people really <laughs> and i mean obviously didn't hurt the person i was in sixth or seventh grade or whatever and so then we had got my dad found one of the workers and they walked us through it and made sure no one scared me and like Walked us through to the exit. Oh my God! What a what a not proud day to be your father. <laughs> no, I literally and I was like crying like hysterically. Really? I was Why, what petri- made you so afraid? I was petrified.
0: What made you so afraid? I, well, I you think, just went to a haunted house.
1: Yeah, but see, the Franklin one was very like I would say on scale PG one to ten, maybe like a a one, yeah. and then I went to another one that was to me like a ten. It was a big jump. Yeah, and. I feel like you were just, tr- you but were- in, the, in the in the shitty part is is they sent my dad and I through it alone. So uh-huh. It was just my dad and I, not a group of people. Oh, okay. Da- so it was just my dad and I. So no matter where we were, it was I, if I was behind him or in front of him, they were someone just was like, going to get you. They were just picking on me because they knew I was terrified. Yeah, and I just hated it. And ever since that moment, I never
0: wanted. Man, to ever you have, have some serious PTSD again. from that. I will never watch another jump scare movie. Well, I think we need to break you of it because, like, it's literally not that scary. It's just like, I mean, that's kind of the fun—is you get your adrenaline going and like, it's like, oh, something surprising happens. And it's yeah. just like, well, that wasn't the, only, the the real horror movies that scare the shit out of you are ones that like leave emotional impacts on you. And that will never happen because I'm—I just don't care. Yeah, you don't seem like someone that would. That's way no. too surprised that you don't watch horror movies. Yeah,
1: like because I know it's a movie, so I literally can. I mean i've i can get emotional during movies like if something's like super sad but like i've watched i used to love saw and it was a fucked up movie yeah i never saw it as i just thought it was just so intriguing just like the amount of effort the amount of the mind of the director to come up with some of that shit you know right what a scary individual
0: yeah the um, melissa always tells me that she doesn't mind horror movies but she doesn't like anything that involves like demons or spirits and stuff like that which you know i can get that stuff can be really freaky like that's what it scares me the most is like yeah. spiritual demony, devil and god stuff because that's like something like oh i don't know but i still like them like it makes me i like i like being scared at stuff that i know can't hurt me it's- yeah
1: i guess I, yeah i've just never i've never felt fear in that way i think my grandma conditioned me really well on the whole not being afraid thing she used to tell me the scariest stories because she was mm-hmm. very very um religious yeah and some of the stories about like ghosts that she would tell me or mm-hmm. just the most like spine numb like chilling like body numbing yeah. things she would ever tell you and i could still go to bed at night like be fine Did
0: You ever like youtube like scary stuff youtube it like nah. are you sometimes i youtube when i'm feeling like around halloween time like i youtube like scary true stories and stuff yeah can you watch those kind of stuff i probably
1: hmm. yeah i mean i listen so like well i haven't listened to in a long time because i found out the guy's like a big creep but what sword and scale
0: did you is he is he
1: well, that's what I mean. I don't know. The online I felt that it. and I stopped listening to the, it. Yeah, uh, there's a big online
0: community that says he's a big creep. Oh, yes. So that's I stopped... Sorry for whoever he creeped on, but I had a feeling.
1: Yeah, so I stopped listening to him, but... Um, and And he's, like, way too inconsistent for me. Like, if you're not on a regular schedule and you're not, like, you, my friend, and I see your stuff pop up, then I'll listen to it. But if you... If you're like really inconsistent on your uploads, oh, he is I'm think I'm more consistent than he is. Yeah. So count count me out if you're like I need to know when you're uploading a, a podcast. Yeah. So and then I plan for it like Beautiful Anonymous. I know when I wake up and drive to work on Tuesday,
0: mm-hmm. I can listen to it right. every week without fail. It is there. Right. There is a difference though between like my podcast, Chris Gethers, Beautiful Anonymous, and his is like his takes a lot more work than. Mine and Chris's would, yeah. Because I just, we just, I just sit down. We, me and Chris. Not that I know Chris or anything. But we just sit down and have a conversation right. with people and record it. But his, he, I appreciate his his podcast is good in aspects of like the work he puts into it and the interviews he gets. And whatnot. Yeah, there's
1: been. I mean, I still, I, I, I want to go back and listen to a couple of the ones he's posted because. I mean, even if he's a creep, like, the podcast itself... What do you mean by a, a creep? Um, I guess he's just, um... He's an... Well, not a creep. I, maybe not a creep. Maybe I it guess is he's Sexual just, Predator Month. Yeah. I guess he's just an arrogant asshole. Yeah. And he tries to use that to, like, pick up chicks. Like, he's oh, really? like, I have a podcast. You should talk to me. And girls are like, no. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you should. And there's been some people online that have just posted some things never i don't think he's ever done anything like um like what we've been seeing going on in yeah the news. which we will talk maybe, about maybe, soon. maybe a little bit maybe but not like anyone that he works for or anything maybe he's been a little bit creepy but mm-hmm. i don't think he's ever you know stepped the line of like doing anything inappropriate i'm on the fence like I, it's getting to a point now online and we'll talk about it but it's starting to feel like you can't even flirt you know like in public so it's i don't know i mean obviously there's some stuff that's fucked up but there's yeah. other things that are happening i'm like uh eh,
0: well whatever snowflakes <laughs> uh, i consider myself a snowflake so let's just dive right into that um wait is that entertainment this is this counts as entertainment because uh, we're going to be talking well speaking of the devil and god speaking of being a creep okay uh Uh, the last time I tried to record a podcast I did have a whole segment based on this but it got deleted because of my power outage but Jesse Lacey of Brand New has been accused by multiple sources of being what we were just talking about but I think a lot worse Um, he's been accused of grooming which is a term that means uh, pressuring someone under 18 uh, with sexual advances without having sex with them or whatnot and getting them prepared to be like docile towards you once they turn 18. And so yeah, that's that's uh that's creepy. Yeah, and it's messed up to use it's messed up to use your power as someone's favorite band, someone's favorite artist against people. So what Jesse Lacey has been accused of doing um is meeting some 15 meeting a couple 15-year-old girls when he was he was younger, he was like 24, 25. Um, pressuring them to talk online and send nude photos, which is child pornography. Um, and then masturbating while they watch on Skype. Um, and finding this all out was, uh, very heartbreaking for me because Jesse Lacey is my favorite artist. Um, and these things he's, he's accused of doing which he did release a statement not denying them but and basically a narcissistic statement saying like that he's troubled and he's had trouble dealing with these and his wife's had trouble dealing with him cheating so basically I mean I say confirming if you don't if you don't deny it you're pretty much confirming it in a way but you don't want to be legally held responsible for it because they were 15 year olds they were it was child pornography that you received and claimed to have deleted the photos um, and you ruined, not, I mean, not totally ruined, but, like, very, very strongly negatively affected these young women's lives. Yeah. Um, and so I guess my main question is about this that I want to talk about is, like, what do you do with that being, because Mike across for me is also a big fan of Brand New. And Jesse Lacey is Brand New. I mean, you can say, like, oh, it's not all of Brand New that did that, but... if if jesse lisa doesn't exist brand new doesn't exist so here's here's my take on it and i don't know um to
1: be honest before we went to the concert this year Mm -hmm. and this is how much i don't care about particular band members i couldn't name a single person on brand new i just like their music Mm -hmm. and them as a total i didn't know um any of their names i don't even know names of Any bands that I like Of any of the people in the band Because to me they're the band name Um, If you're a single artist I'll know your name But if you're a band I know you by the band name Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like to single out Anyone in the band So to me it doesn't detract From my liking of their music I'll never stop saying They're my favorite band I'll never stop listening to them Um, I will continue to like them Forever Because the music they've made has gotten me through some of the hardest times in my life um and i i just am grateful for that and it's 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 been a constant in my life for since high school like it's something that i've always liked um so i you know the music is that him on him on the on the other hand like yeah like that's he what he did is fucked up and um as an individual like yeah he's gonna he, that that there's gonna be consequences that he's gonna have suffer from that he's gonna hurt the entire band the band's never i mean they were the gonna band's touch, they were done anyways yeah but um yeah i mean it sucks it sucks for the victims that you know that had to deal with what they went through i'm glad it never i mean yes some of the shit like watching some your favorite artist masturbate in front of you I can't even imagine like oh my god um, but at least it at least from what at least it never turned in anything like like sexual assaulty I guess
0: I don't know sexual I mean, yeah. assault
1: but like you know never turned into like anything like uh, uh, worse like, I guess
0: yeah it'd be in- Worse, and I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is worse than like Louis C.K. Like who Louis C.K. has been like cornering, but uh, like adult comedians into a room and not touching them or anything, but making them watch him masturbate. This is worse because these are young kids that idolize you. How in that are just like what? I mean, I couldn't imagine being. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a girl even right now, but imagine being a young girl. Not no, know, not knowing much about sex and then having someone you idolize like so, sexualize you. I don't
1: know. I mean I guess my thing is so I understand that he how old was he when he when this happened? Uh twenty four or twenty five. And these girls are how old? Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. I it's gross in the aspect that he mm-hmm. was nine years older. I can't imagine being like it's someone also, that wants to it's do it's also that. at fifteen I was I was doing sexual things with girls.
0: And at 15, 16, I lost my virginity. Yeah. So like, But you I didn't lo- lose it to, like, a 12-year-old. No. Or, well, in that, in that case, but it would in have that been a 5-year-old.
1: But in that case, at 16, at, at, like, 15, 16, 17, when you're still technically underage, mm-hmm. like, you're sexual as a person.
0: Um, I mean, you could be. You, you. Not everyone is.
1: Not everyone is, I guess. And I guess it's different for everyone. But for me, it would be, you know, it... I, 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 the, the act itself, like, I would find more if they was, like, they met up, and he was, like, oh, wow, you're 16, and he's, she's, like, yeah, I'm 18, or whatever, and, like, and they had sex, like, right, well, he didn't, he
0: specifically told the girls, like, we can't do anything until you're 18,
1: yeah, so, like, he, so he he knew he was was doing wrong. wrong, he knew what he was doing is wrong, they weren't in any kind of, like, romantic, Kind of like relationship or right. anything. Um, I have a, I have a hard time, and people probably, and this is not a popular opinion, but at 16, 17 years old, I have a hard time thinking that an 18, 19-year-old cannot
0: be having sex with a 16-year-old. Like, it's... Well, yeah, that's different. That there's like there's like rules for that. Like with your, if you were within like a graduating, if you went to high school with the person, I. It's do
1: still it still can be technically considered. Like
0: statutory, yeah. Rate.
1: And I just I I think that's the one thing, and I I and I've been this way, and it's hard to speak out against it because like you get chastised. But I know how I was at sixteen. I know how my the girls I hung out with were at sixteen. Mm-hmm. They were more than willing. To have sex with someone who is older than them.
0: Right. I think to a degree that is... I mean, but in yeah, this situation, yeah, yes. It's it's, diff, it, it's different. It, what it's what you're different talking situation. about is completely different because this is something about an idol that's like yeah. using you. You're using the power to... Using his power, you know. Yeah. You know, it's like... And I, I criticize like people like Roy Moore and the president like for doing the things they've done. I have to criticize Jesse Lacey too. I can't yeah. just ignore it. So mm-hmm. I have stopped listening to brand new... And I don't call them my favorite band anymore.
1: Okay. Well, you you took a you took a harsher st- stance on it. I mean, I mean, I, I mean I'm I, not I saying I'm not gonna it. ever listen to them, but I mean, I respect it. I uh, I do. I mean, everyone is can you know do what they see fit. Um, I just from the years of from the music they've made, the memories that it's made, um, for me. I just cannot say that this this instance, this news, is going to take that away from me.
0: Beer number three, power. The president grabbed me. All right, on to the final beer of the night. Oh, How are shit. they going down for you?
1: They're going great, but I keep, I'm keep i running in this predicament where I can't
0: reach the beer. Oh, my God, I'm beer. sorry. All right, well, we got him the beer. Uh, our... Little focus rate interface went out for a little bit, like it tends to do. So if anyone is really into split six, why don't you guys donate me an interface? Come on, I bought this one off the, Facebook. The budget's <laughs> real low. Yeah, it's it's a negative. We don't we don't make anything from this. <laughs> no, but you know what we do? We make happiness. That's right. Just doing it, and uh, we release episodes consistently, and we are building a following very slowly. Yeah, we're up to four subscribers.
1: You know, if you listen, because I've been on the feed and I've seen the plays, and there's been like times when the when these episodes get played more than four
0: times. <laughs> so wait, you saying we have? How do you know we have four subscribers? What? An iTunes, we do? yeah. How do you see that? Um, I'm not sure, but
1: the guy, uh, Alan. Shout out Alan again. If you're still listening, I hope you are
0: um he when he subscribed he's like oh you have three file three subscribers was, was he on itunes or android was he on uh, podcast addict because podcast addict i could see we had three okay he may have been on podcast but i know that it. i have more people subscribed on itunes i just don't know how to check it okay that then that then that might be so the we case. probably have like 20 subscribers
1: okay well sorry to be mean to the other 16 of you <laughs> who we neglected and said we only had four early when we started this podcast.
0: We love you all. Um, so before we dive into politics I like how I added we, like I'm part of this. Hey, you're your continual guest. Third third time, so And uh Reviewful Anonymous And is we're coming Reviewful back. Anonymous, it's coming back. Um before we dive into politics, Mike, why don't you describe what this beer looks like? Shorts brewery Fontina.
1: Like uh so the label of this is a
0: I would say she looks a lot like um that girl from uh freaking sons of anarchy the mom also Le- Leela on uh futurama
1: Yep, and i would say she's wearing a, an outfit that's very similar to the tight uh leather
0: suit that uh what's her face wore for oh the black widow yep from uh the avengers yep hey hey. looks a lot like black tying it all back she's She's riding a motorcycle
1: she's riding a motorcycle she has a she is firing a um pistol
0: she's also in the crosshairs for some reason she's about to be sniped i guess um but yeah shorts i really feel like you just put random beer in different containers fun tina like not to be disrespectful but she doesn't look that cute
1: no she's not cute she's fun She's fun, <laughs> I guess there's a difference there is, but uh yeah, it's a uh it's a i mean I would say it's a pretty cool label it's uh it's def i feel like they're definitely trying to get like dirty blonde tina you know,
0: dirty blonde is like twenty times better than this beer, oh yeah it's I mean, this beer blind. tastes like i don't know this I don't know this is not my favorite beer we've had, let's just say well. Look at those beers. (laughs) Yeah, this is 36, but there's only 35 up there because we did not release the first episode of this podcast. Okay. Back Um, when I did it with Brian. All right.
1: Well.
0: Anyways, Republican tax plan is coming out soon. Uh, They're going to vote on it soon. Um, I think it's
1: going to pass.
0: Yes, I do. I hope it doesn't, but I do think it will pass. Um, I think the Republicans need a win, and we'll stop at nothing to pass this. Okay. You can tell by Trump's endorsement of Roy Moore how important it is that they pass this. Yeah, I
1: mean, he really wants it passed. It's uh the one thing that you can't argue Trump with and I'm not going to say that I'm been a Trump fan. I think he's been silly.
0: Um I think silly is a light way to say it. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I would say the one thing that you can't deny is the economy
0: is doing really well. Well, I could ask you this. Um, What has Trump done to do that? Or is it all Obama?
1: No, it's not Obama. I think it's because the stock, like the the economy and like in stocks and the way the market moves is all depending. it, It moves so fast. It changes every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all depending on a lot of the policies. And I think the way he's handled his policies, um, uh, maybe not his social media. I don't know
0: what, what policies you could be referring to.
1: Just the, just the thing, like the, like, so the, the thing is, is with like the, the drivers of like the stock market and mm. the drivers of, um, you know, our economics, it's, it's not everyday people, so when like he when he has these different like wild crazy things that a lot of like average people don't see is great. It affects the stock, and I'm not. I'm one. I'm not qualified enough to to talk on it.
0: Neither of us are. Um, we're, we're all in a sen- essentially just bullshitting. But on this.
1: what I'm saying is, it's just like. The like the way that like his the things that he has released with the health care and and the tax plan. Well, the health care failed. Yeah, but I'm just saying at the time it it boosted the economy. The um the uh the wall, the things of that like those things are negatively impacting a lot of people. Well, also those things aren't happening. But it doesn't matter. Just talking about them and endorsing those ideas r- moves the market.
0: Right, but that's kind of like a false negative. Like it's it's gonna boost them because they in, people that buy stocks and whatnot are gonna buy into the, those ideas. But once they don't happen, it's gonna bottom out. But it hasn't. It just keeps. Well, yeah, going yeah, it's up. early, and uh, and uh, the market. I just the- don't. I just have a hard time believing Trump's responsible for it. I think he's just taking credit for it. I mean
1: the jobs numbers—they haven't been as big as people have projected them to be, but they have been good numbers moving um,
0: moving forward. I know. I just, it just really, i just really would like if if you make an argument that it's because of Trump, I want to know why. And it doesn't it sounds like you're saying that Trump saying things that aren't that are kind of outlandish and haven't happened. These is responsible the for it.
1: He's the most powerful person in our country and there it's moving the
0: market. I well then I don't I guess I don't truly understand why or how you could possibly neither, expect it to keep going. Neither will we in a
1: podcast, but all I'm <laughs> saying is since like the since this year and since the election, we all like especially in my line of work and um uh, when we deal with rates and things every single day, Mhm. Everyone was terrified um, for the election. Um, once the election happened, our company, including our, our founding um, founding father of Quicken Loans, Dan Gilbert Dan Gilbert <laughs> was worried. He was not a Trump supporter. It uh, was worried. Um, we took a lot, we, we were very cautious in the things that we did with our budget at Quicken Loans. Because we were like we didn't know what things were gonna how things were gonna happen, and
0: we're having our best year ever. Yeah, I just think like I think it's easy to take credit for something that someone before you set up, but when push comes to shove, I don't. I I here's some things Trump's done. He's put in a travel. uh, I don't want to say ban because no one likes that. Um, though he did retweet some things, we'll talk about later. Um, he's tried to get rid of healthcare; didn't work. He's repealed some restrictions on elephant hunting or something that also got blocked. Uh, he let—I think he did do something with like a lot, getting out of the Paris Climate Agreement. Maybe that helps our economy, but doesn't really help us in the long run in my opinion. for i am someone who does believe in global warming and that i don't know it sounds like to me it seems like the country was in an upswing before trump came in and just we're kind of still sailing out there
1: i mean yeah i i you can you can go with it different ways but i think you see you've seen a exponential growth in our economy Mm-hmm. And it hasn't slowed down, and it just keeps rising and rising with every, everything that Trump does. We might not be uh, liked <laughs> very much uh, <laughs> as a country, um, and and the the country itself, a majority of people, mm-hmm. as displayed by the election, may not agree with the things that it's doing. His approval rating is terrible. Um, mm. but the economy, which affects us here and now, is doing really well. And I just don't know No, I I mean I'm there's, I'm, there's no denying that. Yeah. And I just I mean, to be honest, it. who I honestly I don't really give a sh- I, I honestly don't On under- he his approval rating has been so low and he's I just don't understand why he has a Twitter account. Um, <laughs> and and if some of the things, some of the tweets he puts out, I just...
0: I saw uh, someone post one of his tweets on Facebook. Um, <laughs> uh, Jarius Wolfork, you know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> I saw him post a tweet. Shout out to Jarius if you randomly listen to this. <laughs> but uh, he posted a tweet and said like, something like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And then someone commented on and said... Dude, this is probably a fake account, and he's like, "No, just, just go, go look," and it's yeah. just true. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: it's some of his tweets like are just like are so ridiculous, but for whatever reason,
0: he just keeps trucking along, and I just, I just don't think it's has anything to do with the economy. I think that he's trying to pass all these things that aren't working and in benefit of himself.
1: Yeah, I mean it's, I mean, it's he says it's,
0: he says this tax plan is not going to benefit him, believe him. But it is. You can read the tax plan. It is going to benefit him greatly. It even if it does not not saying like let's let's put for aside like maybe it does benefit the economy, it's still going to benefit him. He's not like he's putting it off like it's going to be a tax on the rich people, but it's not. It's a break for the rich people and even if it's benefits everyone else too it still does benefit him but the biggest thing is is, just lying
1: the biggest thing too is no matter who if a republican is in office and you're you're a super democrat me uh, yes um and i may vary in the middle Mm -hmm. but a um, i think i'm
0: more in the middle than most democrats
1: I mean on some I of I, I think you are in the sense of maybe some of your beliefs, but I think as a if a push comes to shove, I would call you far left.
0: Okay. That's uh, fair.
1: I just I just I mean, you I haven't even heard you ever say one nice thing about Trump.
0: Well, I mean it's hard.
1: So but in in, in but the biggest thing is is like Republicans in general their beliefs are to cut taxes um Mm -hmm. cut taxes for the rich to improve the economy because then they have more money to put back into the economy
0: right which brings us to the paradise papers
1: yeah and I don't know if I have to be honest I'm very ignorant on this it sounds like a
0: huge conspiracy theory I mean it's it's not Mm -hmm. um uh, there's like legitimate news sources resp- responding on this, and they're all sharing it between everybody because it's a big story. Mm-hmm. But it, it would be a conspiracy theory if like it was like only like only the Republicans donors are being bad, but it's not. It's like Democratic donors, even Queen Elizabeth herself. So the Paris Papers basically state. From my recollection, and as you know, I get all my news from the podcasts that I listen to. Um, I listen to many different ones with many different opinions. Yes, they all tend to uh, lean left, um, but they do cite their sources the same. But, so, big corporations and wealthy people are storing their money offshore and hiding them away from the U.S. or Great Britain or other countries to evade taxes, and they're paying as little as 5% of what they should be paying for taxes. So this is what I say about the Republican tax plan in that aspect. Like, you know, I would be willing to try out this tax plan, and I wouldn't I wouldn't bat an eye at it as long as, you know, these wealthy corporations and rich individuals are actually paying their fair share of taxes. Like, it's crazy that they can... Hide it all away, and then go and donate all the money they hide away into candidates to represent their interests.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I, I agree. we can't.
0: It's impossible for us to do that. Not impossible, but like we don't, we can't do that. Like we're getting taxed whatever they decide. Mm-hmm. They are choosing whether how much they get taxed because of the money they can store away.
1: Yeah, I'm terrible about talking about this because i'm selfish when it comes to my my own money mm-hmm. and with the new tax plan uh it's gonna be less i'll get more money in my check every um every two weeks when mm-hmm. i when my bank a check when my bank when my check hits my bank account
0: but you're like someone i mean you do more community service than i do because i do zero but you do stuff yeah i did on community your own.
1: service today
0: yeah so i wouldn't say you're a bad person i just think like I I look at taxes as my form of community service almost. Yeah, I like mean... I mean taxes really, everything you're taxed it technically should be going back to you, because you're paying for these roads you drive on, mm-hmm. you're paying for the policemen that stop the crime or come help you with stuff. You know, you're paying everything that you put into it goes back to you, even if you don't agree with some of the how it's spent. You know. I think if if everything was a little bit more clear, everyone would benefit. Like if how if there was a way you could track where all your money is going. Yeah. Which I'm sure there might be, but it's not as clear as it should be. Right. And easily accessible. Didn't
1: you just vote for uh? Didn't you just vote for a uh, mayor um, that is going to raise your taxes?
0: Uh, for Garden City. Yeah. I didn't vote for mayor uh, because it was a mayor running against no one. Like, I Uh-oh. could have voted for a write in, but I voted. I did vote to raise taxes uh, to help the schools and the roads. Um, did it pass? I don't know. Oh,
1: you know it, was, it was
0: honestly my second time voting, and I was not prepared. And I was like, okay, so what do I believe in fundamentally? I believe taxes are good, and they, especially if they're not going to individuals, they help people. Like they help the community in a whole, yeah. and especially with schools, like I always say that the key to fixing all the problems in the United States is pay teachers and pay policemen more. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I I am definitely on that on
0: that uh, side of the fence, and pay our military more. I'm fine with that. Just pay them more in an aspect of we need less of them.
1: Well, even even the ones I mean, the nice thing about having. Um, the military force that we do is... We still are a country of power in, in the military aspect. Mm-hmm. We never want to lose that. We never want to become... Right, but
0: no one can fuck with us if we have a nuclear bomb.
1: True, um, but they
0: could. We should just invest all of our military into having nuclear bombs.
1: I don't know. Because a nuke doesn't... A nuclear bomb... A nuclear bomb is good in the aspect that like it's like
0: it's guaranteed uh, mutual destruction
1: it is also guaranteed global destruction
0: right so no one can fuck with you unless but, they're insane leaders
1: but you could have a you know an a war without nuclear weapons which doesn't
0: you know, can you i fuck don't i don't know up. if that's a thing anymore. I Unless know. it's somewhere that hasn't developed it, like in the Middle East or something, which there's probably very limited countries left there that don't have one. But I find it hard to believe that a war could happen anymore.
1: I don't know. I guess I hope I never find out. Otherwise,
0: why wouldn't we be at war with North Korea right now? The only reason we're not is because they have nuclear weapons.
1: I think the only reason that we're not is because we don't want to ruin our relationship with China. I think because I literally think we could blow North Korea off the
0: fucking country, oh, off the off the we, world.
1: We could and and suffer very little
0: consequences. We would suffer dire consequences. I don't think so. Well,
1: just think about it. Like,
0: like uh, we there
1: would be some residual
0: effects. They would be able to launch all their all their nuclear silo at us, Okay. and we do have missile combating systems, ICBM like destroyers, but they have not been tested since 1998, and they were. I think a very low success rate. So if they, and that was just at one missile, if they fire, like, say they have 10, they fire 10 warheads at us, and even if even one of them gets through and hits someplace, we lose millions of lives. There's no way to start a war with them without losing millions of lives. And that's why they want, they don't want to use, I don't, I don't believe that North Korea wants to use their weapons against us. They just don't want us to invade them and attack them. And that's why I think this because whole war... Because they know
1: their entire country will die. Right. Like, yeah. we, might suffer, we might suffer a 5, 10, uh, five, not, not even, 1% loss.
0: In, yeah, but in that's our... still like... But we will it's, suffer it's loss biggest... in one of our biggest cities.
1: Yeah, and it will be the biggest attack ever uh, in... And the...
0: be like the biggest day of any of our lives.
1: Well, yes. But... Um... I just, you know, I don't know. I'm ignorant on this stuff because mm-hmm. I'm not a military veteran.
0: Um,
1: I just, why don't we just assassinate Kim Jong-un? Well,
0: that would be great if we could, but that's the that's the only thing I don't get is why we can't, like, hire, like, a SEAL team. Maybe, maybe it's because the risk of them getting caught, in, like, if they got caught, maybe they would launch a missile and Kim Jong-un would just, Kim Jong-un would just be, like, on a suicide attempt. I mean, because you could think Kim Jong-un could just escape his country and hide out somewhere in the world. He's got enough money to do that. Yeah, um, I just, I just, and just like let us let like even if we knew it it's his old country, all just those innocent people will die. and We don't even get. I literally the, just the evil North person.
1: Korea is just such a fucking shitty ran. Like, I, I, there are pe- a lot of people in their country are probably just stuck there. You know? They're
0: all just they're all just people. I mean, yeah, they're just stuck. They're there. either brainwashed or yeah, they're just slaves or they're just normal people
1: yeah and they're stuck there because i've I've watched some youtube videos of some people traveling in north korea and spending time there Mm -hmm. um and a lot of the people there are very just nice normal people yeah it's just i mean most people in the world their laws are just ridiculous and their dictator is ridiculous but like i just don't understand why the world isn't against him. He's a, he's such a dictator.
0: You know why? I'll tell you why. Because he has nuclear weapons. Yeah. That's that's what nuclear weapons are for. So people don't invade you. Because they can't. Because it's mutual assured destruction. Yeah. Like, the only way to get at him, honestly, is with economic sanctions. Like, if no one trades with them, they will starve. And then they will overthrow Kim Jong-un. But, you know, China has motivations with trading with him because they probably make money on the profit with trading with them yep. and also they have the you know, speak thinking of it as a Chinese f- from the Chinese perspective yeah, fuck China well, just hold on, think of it from the Chinese perspective like, you're making money off them and you're also helping their people not to starve like, imagine if there was like some rogue country somewhere in Canada that like, you probably knew people from because they're on the same continent you have family descendants probably from them Like, I know I have descendants from Canada. And, like, letting them suffer and die is something you're just maybe not cool with. And, you know, Anthony and Robert in the big, grand political scheme.
1: Yeah, I think we just need to take emotions out of it and just fucking...
0: I think we just ignore them. But we don't have a president that's capable of doing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't. And I just... It's tough because they're they continue to do these tests, which they're not a lot supposed to be doing and as a as one of the superpower as the superpower of the world, the United States with our military, mm-hmm. which is hard for us to ignore because we are looked at when these things happen, other countries look to us like okay. What are you guys going to do about it? We're like the security guards, and I'm okay with that because I don't ever want us not to be that. Because once we're not that, we fail. Like our our country as a whole fails. Our economics fail. We have that's a very uh,
0: that's a very um, non-Trumpian way of thinking, though, because Trump wants America first and doesn't want to deal with anyone else. Well, I do believe that we
1: should think of the us first. But I think we have, should think of the
0: climate first.
1: Yeah, well, that's another thing. I'm I, I am 100% on board with climate change. Like it was 60 fucking 5 degrees in Michigan <laughs> a couple of days ago in the end of November.
0: Um so there's that. We um, mean, we live in Michigan. This is going to be like the prime spot. We should probably buy property in like 20, 40 years, it's going to be worth a lot.
1: Right um the but the with with climate change it's it's something that i just yeah.
0: maybe we should move past that yeah we're, so
1: we're already in the next extinction of the human race mm-hmm. um, oh not start, the,
0: like of the, the human race yeah like scientists uh, the, the I, anthropocene the um the anthropocene like refers to like when humans destroy a bunch of like a, like a bunch of the other animals out there, they go extinct.
1: Like, no, like, but we're like, we're like at the beginning. Of the end? Of, of, of the world, like, did you listen to the Beautiful Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, we're at the beginning of the extinction of humans. Oh, you think so? The world will be fine. Yeah, yeah. Humans are just
0: going to die. But I don't think humans will ever die until like the earth, even if the earth's gone. Yeah. You think we can just adapt? I mean, I don't think like maybe, maybe society won't be around, but like there will be some humans that survive. We're just too smart to all of us die off. Unless, unless even, I don't know. It's really hard for me to imagine a scenario where there is not a single human left.
1: Yeah. I mean, there is 7 billion of us,
0: 7 billion of us. And we are smart. Um, I mean, I can see ways where lots of us die, but like there will be thriving ones, you know. Right. There's and... people
1: that built their bunkers. Hmm. And you know, God, those people are so smart.
0: Those people will rise up, build those more. Those people are societies.
1: fucking. Those people are fucking crazy. <laughs> well, those people are fucking smart. Like they have so much. They have all this disposable income that they're using to prepare themselves for some like ridiculous shit. You know what? When and we all look at them like they're fucking crazy people mm-hmm. and then the minute something happens like a nuclear bomb hits us we're all which fucking, will never happen we're running to them like w- you crazy
0: person let us <laughs> in and they're like fuck you call me crazy for the past 20 years well all right so this is the most volatile time in human history i mean if we survive trump and kim jong-un as leaders of the free world and well, n- not free world i wouldn't say, <laughs> yeah would- like if we survive these two people together then there is no way a nuclear bomb will ever be launched. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, because like, there sh- it, there is no reason that one should be launched. So Are we just in Cold War two? I don't know, but I think like it's just.
1: Yeah, I think we're. we're I just... think we can just declare this time Cold
0: War two. <laughs>
1: we had Cold War Cold with...
0: War two, except for the Russians are probably on our side.
1: Uh, yeah. Or
0: they're just holding a bunch of shit over our president.
1: They might be, but I also think that I—I I don't am I, 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 not sure on that one. But I would say that uh, yeah, we're in Cold War two. I'm declaring it right now <laughs> on the Split Six podcast on November 29th. Uh, we're in Cold War two. Well, I don't think welcome we anything, everybody.
0: We don't have to be worried about anything though.
1: Well, not in North Korea is
0: not going to launch anything at us unless we launch on them first, which we won't do. Yeah. But it's still we, we, Cold War. well. We we might. The only the thing. The only the only way we. The only we thing that needs to happen Congress for us
1: ne- to. Congress will never pass it.
0: We don't have. They don't have to. There's like literally. Trump has to say launch a nuke, and we do. There are no safeguards.
1: I believe Congress can stop.
0: No, that. it can't. I can show you a, an episode of this podcast, Radio Lab, that it describes how it happens. Congress is like voting to pass a law that makes Congress responsible because Trump's a, re- a president. But Trump can literally say launch a nuke right now and everyone just does it because he's right. commander in chief. And that's what's the scariest thing. Like if they, if Kim Jong-un sends out like a tweet saying Trump has a tiny dick and will never do anything and is a rapist, he could literally say, fucking nuke that guy.
1: All right.
0: It's scary. That's the only scary thing. You know,
1: here's the thing though
0: is yes, it's
1: scary. Death is scary. We're never guaranteed tomorrow regardless um, and we know that all too well, Yeah. Uh, in, in our recent history here. So I, you know, you just can't worry about it.
0: You just, you just can't worry. You just got to live every day. Right. But it's important to be politically active about it.
1: Sure. And, but if it happens, it happens. And
0: you just, you just brace for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, there's a difference between not worrying about the outcome and then trying hard to prevent the outcome,
1: but what i mean
0: i understand that but what can you actually do rally people and have podcasts and talk about it yeah i I mean that's what i that's the split six podcast is all about trying to get people to talk about these issues and deal with them in their own way you know like and and, and agree find points of agreement like we don't agree in everything but we're still friends we still find different things that we agree upon i love you i love you too mike And everyone, this has been episode number 36 of the Split Six Podcast. We thank you for splitting six with us tonight. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, Hey, Alan. Third shout out. What up? What up? Uh, It's been a great time. We'll be back next week with, uh, I don't know who we'll have on. We don't really plan it out, but we're going to have on. I'm just going to
1: join it every week.
0: Mike, you can join on whenever you'd like. Go Pistons Go Lions Go Avengers War Eagle Don't know how I feel about Jesse Lee But everyone, we're signing out We love you all Please listen Please listen to next week And uh, we'll see you all later Love you all Tell your family you love them, please Yes Quick shout out to Patrick Jeremy Our fallen friend uh, prayers out to all of his family and all of our family because he was one of us love you Pat love you Pat